Welcome to Improper Mimi. This is your host, Mimi Jacks. I'm excited to talk to you all today about things that help to empower women in all aspects of our life, whether it's at home, at work, or play. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Today, I have my dadas with me, and if you don't know who my dadas are, let me tell you right now. These are my girls, these are my aces, these are AKA Swahili Dada for sisters, or you know, AKA sisters in Swahili is Dada. <laughs> so I will let them introduce themselves today because they are so close to my heart and I'm so glad to have them here. So we will just go around the table and um, Dadas, who are you? Hello, this is Obioma. I am. Uh, IT professional. I have my own woman's organization. I am a dope ass mother and a wonderful friend to many. But these dadas are near and dear to my heart. I'm in yes. the building today. Hallelujah. Yes. Hi. <laughs> I don't know how to introduce myself. I'm going to say my name properly. Mm, yes. All right. Hi. <laughs> my name is Mahlit mm, yes. or Mawat. Or Maha, or Dada, depending <laughs> on the level of closeness you have. Everybody cannot call her Dada. That's true. Yeah, my dadas can call me Dada. Mahlet is my name, and Malet is for all of y'all that cannot pronounce my name. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do I do for a living? I make drugs. Yes, she's my, she's my supplier, y'all. You know, we need that allergy medicine. That's right. <laughs> so, I manage drug development, and for all of people that shout out or kind of have opinions about pharma we work hard i just want to say that also shout out you know not shout out is a positive thing right it is okay yes. so well shout out to the pharma but the insurance not company shoot out shout out that's what i said <laughs> But clearly, my job is important. Your job is very important. I love what I do. But what I do other things aside from that, though. I um, help my dadas in their empowering of whatever businesses that they run, interests that they have. So I'm a very true advocate for anyone that's willing to do many things. Oh, I'm a pet mom. A very furry uh, baby, and he's awesome, and his dad does love him. Yes, too. I'm trying to get them to walk him. I haven't gotten to that point yet. But... I've walked him before. No, you haven't. With you? <laughs> no, I want you to walk him without me. Oh yeah, totally. I totally walk him without you. All right, episode number hundred. She said, "You guys heard this that she will walk him." <laughs> I will walk the furry baby. No okay. problem. No problem. And I plead the fifth. Oh. No, I feel like Obi would actually walk him. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. But you would also let him do whatever he wants. That's Pod- probably true. Podcast world, I'm shrugging my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. And I don't know emoji right now. Uh, no, you'd walk would. him. You'd walk him. him. I, I feel like you guys him. would take care of him. Yeah, we would. I could be his godmom. I would, I would not. I'm his tia, and I would not let him do whatever he wants. I will give you him a pow pow. Pow pow. What the hell's a papa? It's a discipline. Where? Hey, it doesn't matter. He on needs to be butt. disciplined. His butt I will is give cute. a bottle of water and spray. I'm like, uh, okay. No. no. Peter, do not come after us. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, they're loving. Yeah, I mean, they're no. loving. I'm no, no. We're loving. 
We love him. Peter, yeah. do not touch my dada. <laughs> no. Don't touch dadas or the doggy. Okay? Well, the doggy is, yeah, he's off. He's anyone, but beautiful, sweetie. Right. I know. I okay, wish we, he can talk. Let's anyway. Let's edit yes. the discipline part. Exactly. <laughs> So you see, the Dadas always have fun when we get together, and sometimes we even focus on what our professional projects are. Yes. Oh, tell me a little bit more about that, Obi. You know, how you're working with Black Is Tech this year. Jump in and build a relationship with the founder of Black Is Tech, uh, Tosan. When it, the opportunity came again in 2020, and I saw the emails flying out, I reached out to him, and I let him know, listen, I believe in your mission. I'm a woman of color and technology. I started as a programmer, went on to application management, now currently working back in telecommunications, circuit designs, and ethernet uh, management. So this is a great opportunity to showcase the people of color and technology. I, I think growing up in a community, we always think that it has to be a lawyer, a doctor, an NBA player, a musician, where the IT world, technology, of mm-hmm. STEM, there's so many opportunities out there for us. Exactly, yeah. And like even when your child is playing Nintendo and they're so into a game, and they nowadays they call it a gamer, you know, mm-hmm. how is it that this creativity that we all have you can't create a game. We can create an entire game. They created an entire game off of uh, driving around and hijacking, hijacking people. people. <laughs> that is what off game of is that? Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, okay. right. So that is an entire game, mm-hmm. and not to sound like oh she's you know discriminating or you know anything mm. like that, but it's like it's an entire game off of an urban. Uh, urban stories that happen, Jersey. things that you things that you see in the Where new. Where is it based? Grand Theft it's Auto. A, uh, Grand Theft Auto is this break. They have Grand Theft Auto events in New York and Los Angeles, mm-hmm. like, and and the details of this game is so amazing. So if you oh, look wow. at the one for New York and you look at Dykeman from Dykeman Projects, like they really detail this game. So if you have children that in 2020 that are gamers and playing games, peek out to their interests and peek out mm. to their creativity and, and tell them, say, so what would you create, right? Because our our babies are creative. Yeah. So this is the Blackest Tech Conference. We have amazing people coming out. We have amazing speakers. We have booths coming out. And then we will, we will have recruiters coming out for... Per, juniors and seniors who are in college you can get yeah. internships you can mm-hmm. get you know possibly land a position what about like graduate old what do we call ourselves mature working professionals for experienced Ooh, nice for one. experienced professionals there's always opportunity there too last year when i attended i actually had a conversation with someone from google mm-hmm. and i and i gave them the gist of saying i, I just told them afraid of technology because they mm-hmm. believe you have to be an engineer or you have to know how to configure something, but mm-hmm. there's operations behind technology. You need someone to be a project manager. You need someone Woo-hoo! to be able to understand the alignments between two worlds. You need someone to be an end user management. Mm-hmm. You need someone to understand how to communicate with the customers. And then 
Listen, if you want to go into law, there's a whole field now where there's technology law, right? Because yeah. now these companies mm. need to understand the laws of each state that mm. they're they're in. Mm-hmm. So technology is a is such a broad occupation. Mm. Don't think that you need to know how to uh understand java or java is kind of old people you know so i'm digging (laughs) myself but you know python but it's something that you can learn python is the newest language every engineer right now that's the language they're learning but you know what if you go into healthcare you have to know hll7 and but there's just so there's so many things that technology has to offer don't sell yourself short Right, mm-hmm. so there's healthcare, there's finance, there's gaming, there's so many things out there. And on on the terms of engineering, it's building and designing. And trust and believe me, I never thought I would call myself an engineer, but in my current role, yes, I'm an engineer because yes, I'm communications and I have to manage projects, but I also have to design circuits. I have to understand. The terminals, I have to understand the um, circuit delivery ends, and I I have to understand how to design things. Hmm. So don't sell yourself short when it comes to technology. So Black is Tech, April 17th and 18th. Yes. Come on out. We're going to be there. Yes, I'm going to be there too, because I want to up my technology game. I have done research where gaming people remember a lot more, and they're far more involved in actually Mm -hmm. learning and retaining the information through gaming. So when I was in my previous company, we had tried to do a lot of the training that we have to do in research through gaming theory. So if we can get the doctors and nurses and the coordinators to actually play a game of the clinical research that we're trying to do, through a gaming process, the likelihood of them retaining the information is far more higher than if you went to the traditional PowerPoint, get them in a room for two days and tell them what they need to do. So there's, um, actually, he's the current CEO of a very large pharma. It was a very, um, he's very digital savvy, even uh, like at least from my realm of the world. And I don't know for all, I can't speak for all pharma. For for all large pharma, I should say, I think I have to give him credit for being one of the top ones and understanding the digital world and being very. I remember him being ahead of his game mm-hmm. way back when. Um, Qatar Airlines gave me this. <laughs> Sorry, Obi made a comment about loving my lip balm, and I have to give a shout out to Qatar <laughs> Airways because it was in there travel economy class oh, I'm gonna shout out so I like to give a shout out to my hairstylist Alicia <laughs> at Alicia um, IG and Cheryl Burgundy those are the two best hairstylists that I know yes Alicia yeah. has my hair Ali- color popping well Alicia's got my hair popping period <laughs> but and we're gonna be a shout out to hairdressers I could not Okay. Not give a shout out to my Boston hairdresser, Anika. Oh, Sorry. We're not in Boston. We're not in Boston. We may not be in Boston. Yes. What's her Hi, name? Anika, but we're not no. in Boston. Listen, Anika had set a standard. Alicia in New York met that standard for me. Nice. So I can have the best of both. Of my world, New York and Boston. I got friends in Boston. <coughs> That's Boston right. You got two of them right here sitting at the table with you. I got other friends too. 
Maybe so, but the most they important ones are sitting right here. <laughs> but if honestly, Obi though. If has any friends in Boston, sorry for you. You're not as important. As we've taken over. But we got you repping. Don't worry. We yeah, will thanks for represent. The bean. Yes. Bean Bye, Town is represented strongly. New York is a minority in this table. Oh, snap. That's oh, right. Snap. So, yeah. So, game Let me theory. tell you something, New York. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. With this personality, I will never be the minority. I rap BA. I rap Manhattan, Harlem, and Brooklyn all day, every day. So all I got y'all. Really? Island? You're going to mess. You're going to rep all the boroughs no. except Staten Island. She's like, no, you're Staten Island. Everybody except Staten Island. Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang. I can't Let rap Staten Island. I literally, I don't think I've ever been up there. Have you I've not? been to Staten Island. I've been to Staten Island. Island. How, how have we been to Staten Island? The You've Bostonians been have been Staten Island. I saw, um, oh, who was that white boy guy? Um, <laughs> I saw a smooth R&B singer out in Staten Island. What was yeah, his name? Um, John B? John B. Must have been John B. I don't care I don't know who John B is. I, honey. We're going to have another episode about the black card. Wait, she needs her black card. He's not I black, but but he you very well need your black card. Every black person knows John B. Yeah, I know who John B. Everybody. I'm black, but I don't know. I know, Ooh, but you're not African American. You're not. I don't know. Well, it's really true technicality. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You guys are American. Yeah. In my country, yes. I in my country, you are American. American. Yeah. And then American. there's the me's of the world that hailed from Africa. Okay. And Word then up to the motherland. That's right. Okay. And then lived here since they were kids. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the truest definition of African American in my book is this that controversial? Because maybe we not. love controversy. We do. We love it. I feel like I am the truest definition of African American because right. but Africa. But are you? But American, you feel like African. that. Oh no! But the order doesn't make sense. I yes, was African. The order does make sense. I was African before I was American. So American African is an American who really originated from Africa. That's so every African American. Is that no? No. The word is oh you guys God. are American. You had me for admitting. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to win it. I'm trying to win it. You so, can't win it because the reality no, 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 is no, 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 you guys no, no. are American. No, so and I don't have a problem with that. But see, we're Americans. Because I have an African heritage. Right. Well, then the Europeans are have European American. But you are they African. African. So, so here's what I I'm learned. When I went to Italy, no, that's an American and I met a brown skin girl, and I said, "Oh, you are black," and she said, "No, I don't know what she's talking about." She's like, "I'm Italian. I was born in Italy. I'm Italian. We don't differentiate um, by the color of our skin." Oh, they do. Right? Mm-hmm. They very much do. This is, I'm giving you my experience. Okay. Okay? okay. Your experience may be different. I'm talking about the well, person that I met. Reality. She said, I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. I'm not African Italian. I'm not Italian African. I'm Italian. I was born here. Okay. That's I, right. I took it like that. So, from that day on, I was 16 years old. I'm like, yes, I'm American. What are you? I'm American. But here's my heritage. My mother is born in Puerto Rico. My father was born. My father's mother was born in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. She came here to the states. Mm-hmm. She met my grandfather. Mm-hmm. They had their children. Okay. However, what was your grandfather? My grandfather's um, 
family is from the East Indies. You know, Barbados, Caribbean. Okay, Caribbean, so a Barbados. lot of Caribbean and A Indian. lot of Caribbeans, right? Yeah. So my thing is this. Fast forward to recently, I get older. I'm like, let me see where our bloodline comes from. So my mom's side, uh, we're from Cameroon, right? They're Woo-hoo! from 500 to the 2000 year history. There's a woman right. <laughs> from my mom's. My mom's lineage, which derives from Cameroon. Mm-hmm. Fine. Cameroon, and we, we all know how we have become dilated, right? The bottom line is, yes, we our origin is always Africa. That's correct. So we know that. Yes, we, you should we, know that. We know that. And if you don't know that, when you after you listen to this podcast, you should know that. Mm-hmm. Your origin is Africa, goddammit. I don't care what complexion you are. Okay, people? Yeah, I could eat black, black. Okay. <laughs> or light, 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 light. Lighty, light. Yes, <laughs> Your origin is Africa. We are so diluted as a people because of our history. Fine. But I wouldn't say diluted. Yeah, it is Fine. diluted. People, no, but people mix. That's okay. Mixing is not a problem. My thing is the, the cultural experience of somebody that originates from in their adult life, right? They were not born in America. They're not generational. Understanding the fact that, yes, there's a whole diaspora, like with the U.S. American history, I should say, mm-hmm. of the slavery, all of that, right? But is it just U.S. American history? Is it? Because in I many want, ways, yes. Because and then I the want, Latin America, well, yeah, the Latin America. Mexico and... They treat the darker people the same way they treat the people here in America. But the slavery in the U.S. is very different. Okay. I'm not going to acquaint. Mexico was very brutal. Maybe Even so. Even more so than No, America. but then there's like, I feel like America beyond the slavery of labor, which is in historical senses, and I'm not a historian, but in the, the sheer, the truest form of slavery of you bondage people to do something for you, is that most cultures can probably relate to that in his in their history, mm. but then then there's the Jim Crow era. There's the like that era. Okay. I think differentiates American okay. experience. Keep it going. Correct. Yeah, not, a yeah. little bit far more different than the traditional. Yeah, there's a Trump era. Well, mm. we're not gonna get there. We're not yet. We never. No, but I feel that the uniqueness in American history is that part post slavery until now that chunk of history is unique to the u.s experience i feel like historically humans are just humans and if they can get a free labor for no reason other than whatever just to make free labor, they'll find it so that i think that's common but to me when i learned of u.s history when i first came to america that was the hard part to swallow Mm. the systematic way of continuing an oppression that even if morale in in moral terms they understand that like Aside from the economic reasons, there's like the moral degradation of value of human being. So, anyways, not to get too much, but to me, mm. I feel like when somebody says, "Are you African American?" I'm like, "Yes, I'm African American because I was African for a good portion of my childhood, and then I became American for a larger portion of my life." I still think you're American African. 
You're an African But I wasn't first, born here. But you're African first, right? Yeah. But you've been Americanized. You, like, grew up in America. For, like, uh, so you're like an American double, triple African. times my years. Yeah. So you're an African, but you're an American African. Like, when I say I want to ask Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So when I say I want an African or Caribbean man, I want an Americanized yeah. African. Or I want an Americanized Caribbean. You know, so... But it's hard, I think, for us that lived outside to, like, there's a, the inner challenge that you feel like where I, I, if I say, I'd like the term African-American to apply to me, Mm -hmm. because in many ways, I feel like that's the truest sense of the terminology. And those of you that have been born generations, mind Mm -hmm. you, Mm -hmm. in the U.S., you're American, why is it that they're, you are African-American and they're not European-Americans? So my mom was born in the Caribbean. Yes. And, she, like, so she was born in the Caribbean. hmm And I'm her first child. I was born here. You're American. Caribbean-American? She's african Like, how does that work? I don't know. I just feel like America has like complicated this so thing. Why does it gotta be so complicated, America? I don't know, why? America. Why did you complicate this? No, but you know, I, it is a it is a, a cultural shock when I first came to the U.S. of this whole race relation, and I was like, "What the mm. hell?" I'm gonna say, "What the hell?" Is that mm-hmm. a swear word? No. No. So it, you know, there is like it's com it's a complication, like speaking in the Pirates of Penzance. <laughs> Oh, no, no, Porgy and Bess. He's like, that's a complication because Bess is trying to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and he's like, and he's like that's a... not going to get a divorce because she's like, you my you, She was, I know. Anywho, so yeah, I feel like I am African-American. When I first came to the U.S. and had to fill out forms, I was ticking off other because mm. I didn't understand, nor did I feel like the options that were outlined for me in terms of race and ethnicity applied to me. So I was like, other. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what are you? I'm like, I'm Ethiopian. Mm -hmm. It was very easy to answer that because, hell. I am Ethiopian. I am Ethiopian. I don't know what these are. Like, I don't understand white is a color, black is a color. Actually, both are absence of color, if I'm not mistaken, in in the truest color, art color Mm -hmm. definition. So, Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it was a cultural awareness mm-hmm. that I didn't sort of grasp but I was stubborn though I'm like, other too I always feel other <laughs> I, I think I'm a black non-Hispanic that's what I am black now I'm like they've discovered they've defined it further of anyone African origin you put yeah. Africa on well, the floor I'm yeah, like tick 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 <laughs> you can take but it that's, off that's unfair to someone like me why? Well, you could be black Hispanic. Right, but then it's just one-sided, right? My mom's Latina. You can, ch- you can say Hispanic. other, and then... Yeah, but my father is not. He's black. Yeah. Black Hispanic. I feel like they don't... That's not how they... So, they then that's the point. It doesn't, doesn't fit in. It, like, it doesn't that, fit in. In our um, company, we had talked about equity well no equity and clinical research i know it's going to be another topic for another day but the in day in this day and age that where you feel people are very mixed and i'm mm. all about mixing in terms oh, of genetics i am i really am i have no problem with people mixing i think that's great for the gene pool because it gets rid of diseases actually what? Oh. How do you get rid of diseases? Doesn't it oh, no 
science. Really? No, the diversity in the gene pool is actually a plus. I don't know about I'm that. I'm not a geneticist, even though I really did well in genetics in <laughs> undergrad. <laughs> I love genetics. I'm not proponing incest, but when you marry within, <laughs> yeah. there's a higher risk for um, diseases because your gene oh, yeah, pool doesn't have diversity. That's why we're so not nature for incest. Yes, so nature actually pre- prefers diversity. There's a thing in nature for diversity. So I don't know if that applies to diversity in race, color, creed. I think you should. The, 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 there is so much evidence and even opinions. And when a room of diverse people, the opinions and like. You know that, like we all have our MBAs. Mm-hmm. The diverser, is that a word? Diverser. The more diverse. The, the more diverse. The more diverse. diverse. <laughs> the more diverse. The more diverse. Yes. No. The more diverse. The, more, the more, diverse. more diverse the group is, the better outcome you get. Uh, yes. So why that is no different from genetics. And when we have inspirational moments, we share those with each other as well. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, we didn't even talk about your Oprah notes. I attended the 2020 Vision Your Life in Focus with Oprah as the guest speaker was Michelle Obama. And then it was a whole day event, which I didn't realize until late yesterday. And she talked about how her program over the 25 years that she was doing the Oprah show, why it was uh, successful, because she figured out it was a very much intentional show. And she felt like... um, Everyone in life, be it from the biggest people that she's interviewed, the presidents, the life makers, mm-hmm. every time after the show has ended, they've always asked her, was I good? Was that okay? Oh, so yeah. she said everyone wants to be appreciated, appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. wants to be seen, heard, and then wants to understand and believe that what they said, did you hear what I said? Like, yeah. was I heard? Was I did heard? that resonate? Yeah. So, did people really listen to me and understand right. what I was trying to put And she gave on. examples of um, Beyonce asking her, Obama asking her. So, like, humans, no matter what your accolade mm. and whatever is, there's a common denominator in all We're of all us. human. You're right. Yeah. And that's the common denominator. on the same playing field. You know? Yeah, so everyone you meet wants to be seen and heard, and they want to understand, did what I say mean anything to you Mm. so if when she realized that she wasn't she stopped competing with all the other networks Mm. at that time and then she became intentional about it that she that's how the show became popular um validate people in their moment Mm. and then they went she talked about like what are you afraid of um the being powerful beyond measure and like let Mm. that sink in for a bit like each of us have a power within and whatever you're doing to block it, it like, are you afraid of being powerful beyond measure? Sometimes we are afraid yeah, of success. Yeah, I think sometimes we are. We're yes. afraid of actually succeeding and doing what it is that right. we want to do. And I think so, about that all the time. because What's I holding am, you back, yeah. I think about, oh my God, like, I know where I'm from. And is somebody going to come out and say, I had a fight with her when I was 10 years old and she dragged she me my ass. She dragged me to the mud. <laughs> yeah. And here I am on this platform and then people start to look at me. But you know what? We all have a past, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and the one thing I want to actually, my squad, which is my dadas and mm-hmm. other people Woo-hoo. have said, you have to celebrate yourself. So yes. I'm going to take this moment to celebrate the fact that I am actually being honored. Yes, on March are. 7th yes. as a phenomenal woman you are. and it's because 
I may be direct. I may rub some people the wrong way, but regardless, I'm I'm a good-hearted person and I'm about sharing and growing up my community. Right? I cannot take the knowledge that mm-hmm. I've been able to gain mm-hmm. when I'm in the ground. I cannot take it with me. And if I take it with me, that means somebody else cannot grow from what I know. So the purpose of this award and me being on it is because of the information that I share and how I try to constantly give back. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give that plug and take that on that note on what you just said. Yep. We got to brag about ourselves. Yes. Nobody is promised tomorrow and we have all gone out of our ways to do things for other people, to educate them, to, to um, elevate them and to expose them to new opportunities that they can benefit from. Mm-hmm. So yes, we are going to brag on ourselves as strong, A-type, securely positive women. And there's it. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with giving yourself a pat on the back and saying, yep, I did that, I achieved this, and I want the world to know. And then to the point, that actually was the next point. She said, be so full that your cup runneth over. Mm. Mm-hmm. There you go, Oprah. Go ahead, Auntie Oprah. She said radical acceptance. Like, have no shame in who you are and what you're capable of and just mm-hmm. be full, fully, 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 fully what you want. And that, and I think that's, you know what? I'm not going to lie. That is one thing that I struggle with. Mm. Yeah. I think most people, it's like a good portion of women especially, struggle with that because we're, she talked about like how we're so trained from cultural perspective, from family, whatever, that we are the givers and that we cannot be. You always have to put yourself behind. Oh, yeah. She's like, lifetime of choices. Do you understand that you have a lifetime of choices? Mm, I like that. Is that, that's more than just the immediate I like that. I feel like we get, we feel like we have to make a choice right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if we don't make a choice right now, oh my goodness, I'm 40-something. And if I don't make a choice right now, mm-hmm. it's never going to happen. Yeah. That is an amazing... That, that was right like, I like yeah. that. Lifetime of choice. Because I'm going to make a choice now, and then you know what? Two years from now... You can I'm change it. And she said, to the point of, I think we've all read and discussed in the past in our conversation... How are you willing to disrupt your habits to realize your vision? Whoa. Repeat that. How are you willing to disrupt your habits to realize your vision? That is serious. That's serious. And if you think about it, like even amongst the three of us, we've all had focus and we all have goals and vision. And we have all kind of realigned our timing and how we spend our time even with each other if whether it's hanging out for dinner or going here or there or networking or different events Mm -hmm. but we prioritize what's important to each of us and Mm. that's really kind of changing our habits of not just free for all going to events you know that are networking with you know strategizing yeah Mm -hmm. exactly we're strategizing that's changing our we're being intentional about it to be intentional for our vision yeah that i thought that was and we've talked about this um Mm. there's a few other people that have you know on youtube have sent Mm. (laughs) where you do need to make yourself uncomfortable you Mm. need to discomfort you know disrupt your life to Mm -hmm. for the greater good of your vision Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? I know I'm comfortable in some places. Mm-hmm. I was like, but you know what? This is not setting me 
up in a position to win. So yeah. I think for me, it started in May. Right. May 2019? May 2019. That was hella long ago. Right? And and <laughs> yeah, I, I left my, my job. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I that remember. is always a life for me. It started yeah. back in May, and unconsciously, it's like, you know what? No, I, I, I have to be uncomfortable right now and make a decision. Yeah. And fast forward to the December 2019 when we were all like uh we need yeah. to make some changes <laughs> we need to make some changes mm-hmm. you know like she told a story of and she said at the moment of the commitment is when you realize that's right yeah mm-hmm. like that the to an, the question to the answer is when you commit it yeah. it should all yeah. fall into place but have a vision claim it but then your actions have to Match that. Yeah, boom, shot. I like that. Yeah. If you have your vision right. and you're really focused on it, then every other thing you do, it's and that's what line. they were talking about. You could tell by somebody's actions yeah. right. what their intention is. Correct. Because if we are living to our vision intentionally, yeah. the things we do will strategically get us to that yeah. goal of our vision. And that's what we need. To, and that's why we love our datas because we help to focus, each, focus other each other on what it is we said we wanted yeah. to do. And let's stay focused on that vision. Yeah. So in her world, you know, she said either I, am, I have fame. If you have fame or if you have a platform, you have responsibility. Mm. I did think about Watcher Win when she said platform. Yeah. Because you have a responsibility. I do have a responsibility. Yeah. And then you're going to have fame. And you do have a platform with this podcast. Mm. So there is mm-hmm. a responsibility. But I'm happy that we're here. Um, <laughs> and then she talked about Barack and what have you. And then she said. My baby dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, have a mate that shares the same value. Because what mattered with all. She said it was very. Marriage is very, 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 very difficult. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of my previous marriage where I don't know how difficult it was. It was challenging to end it mm-hmm. with all, but it wasn't, I wouldn't say I had a difficult marriage. But you didn't have a lot of challenge in the middle and beginning of it. Correct. And I think about my and I don't think last right engagement relationship where mm-hmm. I realized what was difficult. Mm-hmm. Right? I do realize what was difficult and that's why it mm-hmm. ended. Um we were definitely like at at that midpoint. We mm-hmm. were not at the same place. Yeah, you know whether yeah. when it came to family, mm-hmm. when it came to career, everything, just everything. Even the like, Bible says it talks about being equally yoked. Yeah. Ooh. You know, having similar beliefs, similar goals, visions. You know, similar. Um, what do you call that? Values. What a powerful, what a powerful ending. But it was very see, 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 podcast world, we can have fun, mm-hmm. right? But we are some serious dadas. And at the end of the day, we our goal is to be positive and encourage and to give mm-hmm. and shine light. Shine light and... Diamond. Diamond. Like, <laughs> other than bright light. Bright like, like a, a diamond. diamond. <laughs> so, um, podcast world, my world, even though I suck at like all the lyrics, but every time somebody, life experiences have music 
in the yes. back of the head. I think there's a movie out of that or a sitcom. We shall have a soundtrack to our lives. Every moment has a soundtrack. I want to thank my daughters for coming and vibing with me today and sharing their thoughts, love, and opinions with Improper Mimi. You know, it's always a good time when we get together. And you ladies just hold a special place in my heart. That's right. You know, and, and I love that we challenge each other and we compliment each other. And, you know, we really do have those visions. And I love that we are intentional about those for 2020. All right, I'm going to go around. What's your word for 2020? Mine is intentional. Patient. Ooh. Yes. I'm gonna stick with influence. Yes. Either influence or empowerment, but yeah. Okay, similar. Yeah. Like I can see them in the same bucket. Yeah. Okay. All right. Beautiful daughters. Once again, I am so glad that you joined us to listen to Improper Mimi, where we talk about empowering women at home, work, or play. Be sure to follow Improper Mimi wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. For more information about the Black is Tech conference that Dada Obi told us about, go to their website at blackistechconference.com. That's blackistechconference.com to get all the details you need to know about the conference coming up April 17th and 18th here in New York City. Our next episode will be out on March 16th, Improper Mimi Monday, with Dr. Eugenia Griffin talking about the necessity of mentoring and entrepreneurship in the Black community. Can't wait to see you then. Thanks. Bye.